On this week's episode, Fury Bantamweight champion Leo Manaboy Martinez joins the show. What a fun episode we had with the Bantamweight. We get into Leo's big win at Fury 44 and how active he wants to be leading up to his April 18th fight. We also get into his shoe collection and with the help of Ero the producer, we talk about what a true shoe collector looks like. So let's get into it. So, um, hey, how's life, man, after the big W? It's, it's good. It's good. You know, that, that W was expected. I wasn't too hyped on it. I mean, you know, of course, it's nice to get back in the win column, but it's cool. I'm just ready to go again, man. I wanted to fight this week, last week. I'm, I'm, I'm amped. I'm ready to go. Yeah, you mentioned um, y'all fought before, I believe, but the first time was in Bellator, correct? Yeah, yeah. When we were in amateur, Bellator had came to Houston, and I, I want to say um, either – Kimbo Slice was the main event, or Ken Shamrock and Gracie was. I forgot. But yeah, yeah, that was the Kimbo versus Dada 5000 fight. And yeah, that was, crazy. That was a while back. Yeah. yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, you're a baby then, Leo. I know, man. I'm all grown up. Yeah, so, um, you know, fast forwarding, fast forwarding to uh, two weeks ago, walking out, hearing the crowd for the first time in a while. How did that feel? It felt great, you know, compared to that Contender Series about that I had it was so exciting and you know brought, brought a lot of joy for me to hear my my family my friends people who just support me in general cheering my name and you know it got me real amped up if you couldn't tell I was, I was ready to go yeah I couldn't not help but see every other fan like the ratio uh, from fans wearing your Leo Mano shirt to like just another fighter it was like at least three to one easily I, I everywhere yeah. I looked I was like there's Leo Mano shirts everywhere yeah, shout out to you guys for making those dope shirts, man. And one of my, my friends was lucky enough to um, get them done within a couple of days. And, yeah, it, it was filled with their, with between Jacob and I. It was crazy how many people were there to support us. And it's all love, and I, I truly appreciate it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was cool to see, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, like, again, just being around, the, like, the crowd, you know, like being at a function and watching MMA and – I couldn't be more psyched when I heard that Fury was announcing the fight in, in Houston. And I look and there's Leo Mana, there's Jacob. Hey, let's go. You know, no questions asked. And of course we went to go see you fight and uh, just being in that environment, Leo and soaking the energy up and hearing the, the you know, the fight, your uh, intro songs, all that good stuff that goes into like a, a fight card. It felt good, man. The energy yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric, the Fury promoter made sure to, you know, make make sure it was it was a good card for the first fight pass. And I've always told people, you know, if you've never been to a live MMA event, it's it's a hell of an experience, man, especially if you know somebody or like have had a conversation and interacted with somebody who's fighting on the card and is going to step in the cage. It's a dip, different atmosphere. It's nothing compared to like baseball or, or a football game, you know, which you could still get hyped at. But MMA, dude, it's it's brutal. There's going to be blood. There's going to be a knockout, you know, submission. So, you know, I, I think you guys drove in from San Antonio and I know quite a few people did just just because, you know, they missed that, you know, due to the whole pandemic and all that stuff. But it was an, an amazing turnout and um, I'm glad I got my hand raised. Yeah. Let's fast forward to the contender series. You mentioned, of course, it didn't end the way we wanted. And literally, literally, uh, Leo, I wanted to throw my Whataburger hamburger out the fucking window, dude. Yeah. But all kidding aside, you mentioned to MMA Weekly that you wanted to go ahead and um, 
after the last fight, you kind of saw a change in yourself. Explain a little bit, man. So not only you mentioned that, but I know I had people so upset. A few of my, my former students, you know, were crying and, you know, I feel bad, but everything happens for a reason. And um, I, I definitely made some changes. I don't want to say I didn't train as hard as I usually do for that last fight, for that contender series fight, but I definitely, definitely could have amped it up a few notches, you know, and that's what I did with this last fight camp. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. You know, um, I was kind of, I don't want to say skipping out on some of my two a days, but I wasn't taking it as serious as I should have. And, you know, that was my big shot, my big opportunity, which I know I'll get another one, but lesson learned, you know, uh, I'm back on the grind and, you know, I'm definitely taking it to another level. So yeah. well, I know you want to stay active. That's one thing that you mentioned. You want to stay active and against Casey Jones, you know, one minute into the round, you knocked him out. You came out unhurt, no scratches on the face, which is going to enable you to fight on the 18th of April. So plan is you're going to keep on going, trying to rack up wins and just collecting bodies as you go. Yeah. Prior to that fight, you know, I had a, a few other interviews and they had asked me, you know, what do you see next? And whether I, I told them, you know, whether it's taking it to the next level or fighting again for Fury, I just want to fight, you know, and continue to win. So thankfully, I was able to make it out there injury free 60 seconds, like you said, in out and I'll be back in there next month on the 18th. There you and go. Um, I'll be ready for, for anything else. You know, if there's a short last minute call out, uh, call up for UFC, who's to say, or, or something else, I'll be ready. You know, my mindset is I'm taking every week, every week as fight week, you know, I'm, I'm ready for anything. If somebody pulls out, somebody drops out, I'll, I'm there to step in and, I'm, I'm here to show everybody who I am. Yeah, well, you had, I think, at the at the Fury fight, you had oh, Maynard there, you know, mm -hmm. UFC matchmaker. And, of course, he saw you do what you do best. Um, but, again, you know, you're just, again, just keep on racking those wins up, and eventually someone's going to catch on and give you that shot. You know, it's, it's MMA in a weird way. It's a small world. But at the same time, everyone takes notice when you put people to sleep, Leo. And you do exactly. the best. Ex exactly. You know, and a lot of people – like to judge or talk and say, oh, Mana fights this guy. He's already fought him or Mana's fighting this guy with this record. But the thing at the end of the day, I go in there and finish them. You know, I don't go in there, pity pat, take my time. I go in there and put them to sleep or take them down, finish them on the ground. I, I don't look to drag it to the judges. I don't look to barely skim by with the win. I go in there and I put people to sleep. My results show, you know, pictures show, you know, there's some some good photos that the um, photographers have taken there at the fights. And it's like, dude, when I hit somebody, you know, they're going to get hurt. And and you can talk and say as much as you want, but I have every reason to talk back because I back it up. That's what makes you exciting, Leo, is um, you're a body snatcher. You put people to sleep and just watching it and just seeing just dude's getting knocked out of the hands of Leo Mana. It's like, that's what makes you exciting, man. You know? And uh, when I heard that you're going to fight, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, hell yeah, all hands on deck. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. It's fun to and, watch. And, I plan on, and yeah. And I plan on doing that this next fight and every other fight to the end of my career, just going in there and finishing people and, you know, say a guy or two 
is tough and you know they've got a chin well I've got one too and we can go all three all five it doesn't matter but eventually I am going to finish you or find that opening to finish you well again you're staying active what do you know about your uh, opponent and Matt Probin I know he had a couple of I think he had a fight at the Bellator I think he had a good win there but for the most part what do you know about the guy so I've done quite a little bit of researching and um, saw a few videos on him I did see that Bellator match. I think I want to say he won a close split decision. But um, I've seen a lot of Muay Thai and, and boxing matches from him, which falls right into my hands. And, you know, keeping it standing, you want to go in there and stand, we can do that. Um, if it happens to go down, down to the ground, I'll be ready there too. But I'm not going to underestimate him, you know. Who's to say he goes in there and tries to take me down or shoot in? I'll be ready for that. And if it does end up on the ground, my submission defense, my submission offense will be there as well. So we'll see. But um, yeah, he's I know he's taking it serious. He's four and one. That's a pretty decent record. He's coming in from a different state. So he's he's obviously got some confidence, you know, to come to my hometown and try and take my belt. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna go in there and, and do what I do best and, and get my hand raised and, and defend my belt. I saw that he's a featherweight. Yeah. He's dropping yeah. down to 135? Yeah, he's dropping down to 135. And all those fights that I've seen and watched, he hasn't quite made 135. So it's going to be interesting to see how that weight cut maybe affects him or, you know, if he does happen to make the weight. But I'll be ready. You know, him traveling in, we're going to have a fight regardless. Yeah, we'll represent. He's coming down from Maine. So he's coming down to the great state of Texas, man, H-Town. Yep, yep, and everything's bigger in Texas, so yeah, you better be ready. Time to baptize them by fire, Leo. Yes, sir. All right, well, again, um, getting all the fight talk out of the way, let's get into it. Shoes, my man, shoes. To the, to the fun part. <laughs> so I went ahead and brought in a familiar face, Eero, the producer. He's also yes, a, a shoe fanatic, and um, I consider him a shoe guru. But then I came across you, Leo. I'm like, wait a minute, we got some competition now. So, Eero. Yeah, yeah so I believe, man, you know, the last time we spoke was in May, man. That was the last time we had the show. And I have to know, man, has there been any recent pickups that, that you know, make the top of your list? Is there anything that you're looking out for? Like, what have you gotten in the past, you know, year or so? Oh, man, I haven't quite gotten much, you know. I think my last and most recent pickup was it's not too much of a hype shoe, but um, it's it's a shoe I wanted back then. And I think I just missed out on it. And then I came across and I was like, dude, I got to have these. It's a uh, Dornbecker free runs. They're uh, the I think they came out in like 2012. There's That's a pretty sick pair. It's, it's a real comfortable pair to wear. They're free runs. So I get to right. walk around in them and, you know, wear them as as dailies. But other than that, nothing's really caught my eyes, to be honest. I see a lot of people starting to collect. I think this past weekend, Kevin Holland had like a little promo vid shoot. And, right, right. And it was like, dude, all his collection was like recent stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Man, I'm like, Kevin, you, you got to have at least some, some, you know, sneakers from the past few years or something. But Ah, uh, yeah, nothing really has caught my eye. Like I said, just that those Dornbecker free runs I think I got last. And I, I'm going to come across something else, I'm sure, that, that I'll, I'll end up copying. So, What's up, man? I'm sorry. Hey, Leo. So if I walked into your closet right now, how many shoes do you own? Right now, I probably got about 
25 pairs in my closet. But I, I, I got a secret stash elsewhere with, with a few more pairs that I like to hide. I don't really like to tell anybody about that. So just, just on deck right now in my room, I got about 20, probably 25 pairs. When we rode up to the fight, I was talking to Ira. I'm like, man, I wonder what kind of, after the fight's done, you know how, you, you know, you kind of mingle with the fans. And I'm thinking, man, what yeah. kind of, I wonder what kind of shoes Leo's going to wear. Yeah. And then I, I think I ended up wearing my, my Travis Scott SBs, you know. It was only right uh-huh. in my, my hometown, and, you yeah. know, Travis is from Houston, so I was like, let me pull these out. Yeah, I was yeah, talking I remember to the way I'm they, sorry. me and Ron were talking, and we're like, man, uh, what shoes are you wearing? Because you know we're going to run into Leo, man. I was like, man, I had to bring the heat. I think I had on the, uh, the, the off-white five. Five. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. I was like, okay, my man came correct. He, he, came, <laughs> he came with it. I like it. So um, I was thinking, man, if I wanted to kind of – Again, y'all are the shoe gurus, and I'm thinking, shit, if I roll up in some stupid-ass-looking shoes, they're going to kill me. I'm going to get crucified. So I went just straight-up Air Maxes. But Nothing wrong with it. Leo, have you seen the, the LeBrons? I think it was the Nike 8s, the Miami. I think it was the South Beach, the South Beach version. Yes, yes. They, they got pink laces. Yeah, bro. Like, it's kind of an aqua color. I yeah, felt, yeah. I feel, I feel like he kind of stole the colors from the Spurs, man. Those are the Fiesta colors. That's right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Y'all better check them. That's y'all's Shoot hometown. For, I know. Represent the two ten. <laughs> yeah. No. Speaking of LeBron eights, after this fight, I was supposed to get some LeBron eights. Um, not not the um South Beaches that you're talking about, but they're called Miami Knights. And I've been wanting them, and I was gonna I was gonna buy them, and I was super close. But then I did a little bit more research and. Like Jordans, I guess LeBrons are starting to retro. So supposedly they're supposed to come out again within the next few months. And I'm like, dude, if I do that, I'm not going to – I'm going to regret, you know, paying resale because, you know, once it's true retro, the original price, you know, or the price kind of drops down on them, kind of like the Grinches did with the Kobe's. So I'm like, let me just be patient. Let me wait and and uh, and I'll get them. Did you hear about that story with that kid um... – I think his mom was like a Nike executive and what was happening is happening was she was, he was like using her account to buy all these shoes and then reselling them at a higher profit margin. That shit's legit, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, off of that. Man, that's so crazy. Like he, and he was out there flexing it on Instagram. That That's so crazy. Just because he was blurring out his face doesn't mean they're not going to find or catch on to you. He had stupid amount of pairs like of off-white fives, um, and then supposedly he made up a fake story about he found air mags, a pair of air mags in a storage unit that he bought. And then he found another pair and then he ended up with three pairs. So it's like, dude, you just don't find these randomly. And then sure, sure enough, come to find out later, his mom was a, a Nike rep or a pretty high up uh, executive. And I was like, dude, this, this game's all messed up sometimes, man. In your opinion, how do you get his hands on it? He just fake an account and then he just starts bringing in the shoes because he had a warehouse right of just shoes that's, everywhere that's what i'm saying i i have no clue but it's crazy you know for him to to flex it like that all over instagram and didn't think he was going to get caught was uh was pretty dumb on his behalf but hey he got caught and man i think um they said what's his name is doing the same thing michael jordan's son with those trophy room uh, Air Jordan ones trophy that room came ones. out, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, he, he's he's got caught reselling them or like you know flexing them out there, and 
whatever, dude. Yeah, I think those actually came out on the most anticipated shoes for 2021. See, I did they're my nice. research, guys. I did my research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, they're nice. I like them. Real cool. Yeah, Eero, um, I was going to ask you, too. Um, I know you and Leo, y'all tend to um, – because I can't just go into a store and buy the shoes, right? Y'all have to actually um, register, like, a raffle. Am I correct? And then if y'all win, then they give you the shoes. So how many times have y'all won? Oh, man. No one likes answering this question, man, because you have to relive all the L's that you take. I think I've had that app for years, and I think I've only hit four times. Four times. Uh, You've probably got me beat. I think I've only hit maybe two, three times, and – and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes talking about the L's you take because you wake up so early and it's just like you're not selected. And it's like, oh, well, that's a, a great way to start off my day with the L. How does that happen? So you just you go online to your uh, respected website and then you just fill out a form and then you just wait and hopefully they draw you out of a hat. So most of the time it's a sneakers app and that's what everybody uses. Myself, I, I used to try and use like two, three different devices, but that was when I was younger. Now I just try off my regular cell phone that I'm using now. And, and you know, like my man said, we, we usually take L's, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, but Hey, that's the sneaker game. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. If someone steps on your brand new shoes, how um, do you not resist the urge of just knocking them the fuck out? <laughs> um, Shoes are shoes, and, you know, shoes are meant to be worn. So if if they step on them accidentally, it's, it's totally understandable. But, you know, you'll have that one douchebag and are the jealous type to purposely do it. And, you know, that's when you really got to check them. Like, hey, what's up? You good? Like, what's up, man? Just, just let them know. And then if they don't know and they want to find out who I am, then they – <laughs> things are gonna happen but no nah, i try not to let, let it ever get to that point and i keep my distance when i walk from people you know i try not to wear nice sneakers in in big crowds that i know i'm gonna be around or anything like that but again like i said shoes are meant to be worn at the end of the day and i guess get dirty or possibly get stepped on yeah we did an episode i think it was like episode three or four when we first started and um it was just before it was before we got the fighters involved it was just you know us guys shooting the shit, talking, and uh, I was talking to Eero, and uh, Eero's very, how can I put this, like, even kill, very chill, but yeah. the moment I brought the same question up, hey, man, someone jumps on your shoes, I never seen him get so mad, I'm like, whoa, it's whoa, like, up, bro. it's so, <laughs> like, disrespectful, bro, yeah, it's so bad, yeah, yeah, for sure, nah, some people take that serious, man, it's like, dude that that's that's a sign of disrespect or it's instead of it being fighting words it's like that's a, a fighting act you know yeah like, hey, we, we got to catch our round there you go so in your opinion leo best uh fighter in the fight game with uh in reference to shoes who has the best shoe game in the ufc you think in your opinion well i mean after this past weekend i i guess it's got to be kevin holland kevin. i haven't quite seen any other fighters no no no, 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 no. let me take that back Max Holloway. Max Holloway's Max got Holloway sneakers. has sneakers. Yes, yes. 100%, Don't sleep yes. on my guy. Yeah. He um I think last time he was fighting or a few fights ago, he was wearing the Canary Fear of Gods. Like like right, had yeah. the dude and I was like, ones, hey, yeah. hey, Max knows what he's doing. I think he had like a BBC or a yeah, billionaire boys club uh jacket to match it. And he looked he looked fresh. So 
it's probably it's probably got to be a toss up between um Max and, and um Kevin, but I, I think I'm taking Max because like I said, Kevin. Dude is like, I, I've been collecting for a year now. I'll drive six to eight hours for sneakers. I'm like, dude, but you got nothing but new releases. Let, let's, let's throw it back and get some old heat. But once I make it, I'll definitely be the sneaker king, man. You know, I'll be yeah. the PJ Tucker of the UFC. <laughs> we can't wait. So, um, speaking of UFC, I know, I know, um, Dana White mentioned Houston bound. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. I'm excited, man. I'm excited, you know. Um, I'm hoping maybe my management can pull a couple of strings and somehow get me on that card. But um, if it doesn't happen, it's fine because I, I want to say Fury is going to hopefully have a, a card that same weekend and um, and Dana White will come looking for a fight and uh, uh, check out some of the prospects there. And you, and, you know, I'll have to be on that card. Oh, so. Yeah. I'll go out there perform and then who's to say uh, he doesn't, you know, try to offer me a contract or something like that. So there's definitely plenty of opportunities and I'll be more than ready. Like I just mentioned and told you earlier, I think every week is fight week for me. So I'm ready to go. Leo, you sound different from the last time we talked. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I've, I've gotten quite used to these, these little interviews and, and I'm comfortable with you guys, you know, y'all are like, like, like homies, you know, I talk and, we, we talk about different things, not just fighting. So it's, it's cool, man. I, I didn't want to be annoying and sound like, man, I didn't want to ask you guys like, hey, when are y'all going to have me back on? Because I, I actually enjoy sitting here and, you know, just talking. And so I was like, I'll just wait because I know they're going to ask me and, and we'll, we'll have plenty of, of, of podcasts in the future to talk. Yeah, Leo, again, it's funny because I have that same um, feeling sometimes. I don't want to, mm. you know, you don't want to bug. You know, fighters, again, they say it's a lonely sport sometimes. And the thing is, is the last thing I want to do is just, you know, fuck up your routine or say, hey, you know, you want to come on a pod and do this and that. But, Leo, like, again, the fact that you're coming on and you're giving us your time, we appreciate it. But following you, man, you know, hitching, you know, our fandom to the Leo Mon Express, it's been a fun ride and it's going to continue going. And again, you know, going back to the contender series, that right there, it's just a hiccup. It's, it's part of the fight game. You know what I mean? Um, again, you win, you lose. But I think the most important thing about this podcast, not only that, but just in people in general, is I'm more involved with the person behind the gloves more so than the wins and losses, Leo. And that's one thing I respect from you, man. You know, you come on, you do your thing and uh, you're fun to talk to. Exactly. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you a lot. You guys have been riding for me since since way before and, you know, helping me out with the designs and, you know, just little stuff, just, you know, always congratulating me and being there for me. I, I truly appreciate it. And All like day, I said, man. I look at y'all as homies. So anytime y'all give me a call and whether it's for a little sneaker segment y'all got on y'all show on your y'all's podcast or something, I'm, I'm more than game. I'm, I'm here and I'll talk for five, 10 minutes or the whole the whole podcast if you need to so feel free to call me anytime leo real quick before i get you out of here so what's that what's the future hold man future holds man sky's the limit that that's the only thing i can say you know after this last win and, and you know going out there performing how i should have it's um it's only up you know i I see myself definitely staying in the win column from here on out. And I'm going to make sure to grind day in, day out to make sure that never happens again. What, what, um, did at the contender series. So I, I want to say April, 
get this win, May get another win, and then by the end of the year, I want to leave no doubt to the UFC or any other organization that I should be fighting for them, and it should be the UFC. So by the end of the year, if not early next year, I'll definitely be at, at that big show. Leo, if you have the platform, where can we give you a follow at? Uh, I'm on a boy seven. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, um, any other social media, really, except TikTok. <laughs> I know, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but TikTok. And I'm like, oh, I'm not quite into that dance and stuff. And then I heard it's somewhat addictive. Like people will spend hours on there. And I'm like, oh, let me stay away from that. I don't want to yeah. be addicted, which I doubt I will. Which I doubt I will be, but it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. All right, Leo, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Thank you for your time. No, I appreciate you. Thank you again. Like I said, anytime y'all need me, man, like if it's a quick five-minute call, 10-minute call, or the whole All podcast, right. y'all need me to talk, just hit me up, man, for sure, Ron. There you go. All right, guys, we'll punch this podcast. We'll see y'all next time. Laters.